Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready, get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs. What is up? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs, your hobby content alternative. I am your host, Brett McGrath. You already know that, and it is time to jump in to a conversation for the collector. That's what we do on this show, Stacking Slabs, talking about sports cards, talking about the collector mindset, all the topics that go into that. We are having a blast, and I'll tell you what, I just had a blast. I realized I did the whole Vegas thing, okay? So I, we flew out Saturday early, flew back today as I record this Memorial Day. I'm trying to adjust to the time zone, reacclimate, get my daughter, try to get back to normal again. It was the first time away from the baby. It was good. I would say I'd give, give a pass to us. We made it through. Not easy. I had to be the one, try to kind of like mentally prepare for this, say it's going to be okay. It looked like the baby was having more fun than us based on the FaceTimes and all the pictures from the family. Um, sometimes you need a little little break in the action, and this was our first break since having our daughter, and we had an absolute blast. Did all the steak, th- did the steak thing, got the dinner, you know, went out, saw the shows. I got to say, I got the chance to see a living legend the night we got in there, saw Carlos Santana, ripping it up and man that guy for being in his 70s he can still go and go and go he was ripping and he was his greatest hits at the house of blue so really enjoyed seeing my man carlos santana sunday night that was taken aew double or nothing had a blast it was great to see live professional wrestling once again and i will say that was a fun show every aew show i go to um, is typically a really, really, really good time. Um, before the crazy uh, multi-man arena match, um, we went up to grab a drink and go to the bathroom. And as we busted through the curtain, we were in this special kind of area in T-Mobile. Um, and when we busted through the curtain, <laughs> I just looked over and John Moxley was stretching, getting ready for his match with Santana. And um, people started to pick up on it. Um, which was kind of fun. So if you got a chance to see that match, it was my favorite match of the show, but I was literally standing next to John Moxley before he busted through the curtain when Wild Thing played, and God, that was a hell of a time. Um, really enjoyed it. Whether it's concerts, professional wrestling, card shows, whatever it is, it is nice to get out and get out in person and get entertained for a little bit. I realized... Right when we were getting on our flight, I had a show to record. So I spent my flight back from Las Vegas to Indianapolis doing a little bit of formatting. And this is what I have on the agenda today, folks. So I want to talk about some debates in the hobby and just debating in general and observations from the past week. I would be remiss not to comment on debates and how they keep the conversation going and how I look at them and what, what I'm doing. Some activity from this past week, things I did in the hobby to keep my system rolling, share those with you. And I want to close it out. I asked the audience, are there collector pages that are currently inspiring you that you would like for me to highlight? So I did that. I picked three. Thank you so much. There were so many that came in. 
but I just hand selected three pages. I think two of which I was familiar with, one of which I was not. So it was fun to familiarize myself with that page. And I think for me, the more that I gain value and access information from a page or people in the hobby, I try to do whatever I can to put that page or those people over publicly through this show, through my Instagram account, or in the DMs with friends. So if I'm gaining value from you and I enjoy your collecting, I enjoy the way you present information, I I, I enjoy how you're sharing what you're passionate about in the hobby. Typically, if you're doing that consistently, it's going to strike a chord with me and I'm going to do whatever I can, whether it's on Sunday when I do a lot of my, here are cards I saw this week that I really dig and I love how people are talking about it. I usually put that up on my stories on Sunday and a lot of those pages come from there. So like if you're seeing the cards, like drill into the page too and follow. I just think it's really important, especially now, if you're seeing something collector driven consistently, share it, share it with the community, tell people why. As a matter of fact, this is like completely impromptu, but I would love for everyone to do this. If you're listening to this show, thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. If you're listening to this show, I I have one piece of homework for everyone at the conclusion of this, or you can do it in real time as long as you're not driving. Um, If you're in the middle of work listening to Stacking Slabs, I appreciate that. You need a little break, do this. You're on a walk, do this. If you're in the grocery store, do this. Think about a page that inspires you, that you follow. You could know the individual, you could not know the individual. It doesn't really matter. But do me a favor, and if you put post a card, post the page, do whatever you got to do in your stories and say, I'm gaining insight or do whatever you do, write your caption, but tag me. I want to see all of these pages that are inspiring you. I will repost them all, but I would love at the, when this goes live on Wednesday, if everyone would just post some pages publicly of people that we should all follow, let's do whatever we can to get some collector pages following, going, and yeah, I think it'll be good. I'm excited. I like learning about new pages, especially when it's someone who gives a shit about the hobby and loves to collect and has some badass cards. We are in the finals. The finals is here, everybody. What do you think? I don't know. The Eastern and Western Conference finals was a little interesting, had some blowout games, had some interesting games, um, but we're here. And I think the two best teams are playing each other right now. I have and I was on record of saying this, that I like Boston all along, so I'm going to stick to my guns there. Something about this playoff run and Jason Tatum, it just seemed like he was the guy who is going to be the star that was born. I guess he is a star, but you know, put some uh, shine, extra shine on it. Just seems like the type of player in the situation to get a trophy early in his career and potentially some more. So I'm, it's, trust me, I don't like picking against the, the Warriors. Six out of the late last eight finals appearances, just a team with tons of experience. I don't typically pick against experience, but I've run, I've run with the Celtics this entire playoff. So I got to stick with the C's. I know I've got a lot of New England listeners out there. So there's a little, there's one for you. I'm saying, so- We'll see what happens. I've gone this this full run, but I think I'm excited. I think 
these teams are teams, right? They play hard. They distribute the ball. They're playing defense. A lot of fun um, basketball, winning basketball that's got them to this point. So I'm going to be locked in for the finals. I know all of you are too. Let's move over now to talk about debating in the hobby. And I know that you don't want to hear it, or maybe you do. I had people telling me, hey, I need you to weigh in on this. I need you to comment. Where are you at on this one? I'll tell you this right now. I am taking no position because uh, what I want to do is zoom out and I want to provide commentary over what I've seen over the last you know week or so. So if you're on Instagram, if you've been paying attention, you've seen a lot of debating going on between stocks, cards, and stocks and which one's performing better and if you can compare them or if you cannot. It was the talk of the hobby last week and it was going and going and going and going and going some more. There was a lot of dialogue, a lot of crossfire, a lot of passion, a lot of finger pointing, a lot of branding, uh, people calling people names. It was just a wild freaking, it was on full display. And at first, my position on this, the whole thing was at first I was like, okay, what's this about? And then I started diving in and then I realized quickly, I was like, you know what? Like, I don't need to dive into this. I'm not really interested in this conversation. And I think part of that being interested in the conversation or me not feeling passionate enough to take a side on this is something that I wanted to talk about. And I think first and foremost, I think healthy debate never hurt anybody. Ultimately, debate leads to great conversations. It can lead to connections. It can lead to frustration. But I feel like progress happens sometimes through debates and sometimes it doesn't. And I'm not quite sure in the hobby if we really know the best way and style to go about debating um, because sometimes it just feels like someone's trying to talk louder than another person. And maybe we need a hobby mediator, someone just to say, you know what, I'm hearing all of these sides on this topic, let's bring in people and let's actually have a debate and I'll mediate it. I hope we don't get to that point, but maybe it would be more productive than some of the things that we see regularly when it comes to debating. I think for me, I told you debating's fine, we should debate, we should not all have the same opinions, that's bad. We should be having these conversations starts to take a little turn when it becomes a spectacle. And you know me, I'm not one who necessarily loves what's on top, top of the headline, what everyone's talking about, what's being memed, all of these things. It's typically not where I like to go. And so when it turns into a spectacle or when I feel like it's about to become Lamine James's next meme, I'm typically moving in the other direction just because... To me, it starts to become a little bit of a distraction. And I'm no perfect hobby operator. Let me assure you that. I've got my preferences just like everyone else here. And my preference over time has been, let me focus on the hobby less from a value perspective and more from a card perspective. And I'm not saying that if there's conversations about value, conversations about investing, conversations about comparing cards to stocks, we shouldn't have them. I'm just saying personal preference, I'm probably not going to be one 
who's waving a flag on one side or the other. I think topics will always exist that emerge in the hobby headlines that are unavoidable. But my feedback to you, if you're feeling like I was feeling at the end of the last week and I posted the um, Ben Affleck smoking a cig uh, just to my stories because I was like, oh man, we're still going, going and going. And I just, it's like open up my Instagram account. It's just like, felt like that Ben Affleck um, picture of just ripping the cigarette and just being like, God, really? But I think we can and should curate hobby experiences around what us happy. And we are allowed to enter the conversation if something's being debated. But let me remind everyone, you don't need to take a side. You don't need to take a position. You can just sit and say, you know what? This one, I'm sitting this one out. Not for me. And that's okay too. There's no competition. No one's getting a trophy. No one's getting the, you know, hobby expert badge on their Instagram account that doesn't happen. So either enter the conversation if you want to, if you have something to contribute. If you don't, totally cool. Just sit on the sidelines. I think everyone will, whenever any controversial topic comes up, everyone's going to net out somewhere different from your neighbor. Might not be pro, might not be against, might be somewhere in the middle. I think contrast is okay. So when you have topics, debating and things are going and going and going. What can we do? Okay. So what can we do? I said, you can either enter the conversation or you can't. I think we can zoom all the way out sometimes and just say, and I posted this this week in my stories. And I said, something to the effect of one of the most successful things that I've done over the past year, I can to shrink this damn hobby down. I don't like everything in this hobby. I don't like all of the the lanes. I don't like all of the segments. I don't like how everyone operates. I like the time that hobby, when I do have that, I want to spend it in a way that makes me happy and free from distraction. And the best way that I've been able to do that is shrinking this damn thing down. So here are some ways that I have found. And again, this isn't a you go do this, but this is what I have found as a way to avoid some of the things that I don't want to be a part of. Number one, find an authentic community, okay? So when I say authentic community, I mean genuine. I mean real. I'm talking about 100, the realest of the real. And these things typically aren't manufactured. So when I'm talking about manufactured, I'm saying, hey, I'm this guy. I'm Brett from Stacking Slabs, and I have an audience. And what I want to do is get all my audience into a thing, whether it's a Facebook group, Discord group, whatever it is. And what you're going to do is you're going to hear me talk about these topics and I'm going to send you links to things that I want you to check. Nah, not that. It's not going to be manufactured. It's going to be organic. Manufactured 10. Typically, when you have a manufactured community, in quotes, it's someone trying to put themselves over Okay, like look at it all. Look at just look at the landscape. It's someone trying to put themselves over. Okay, it's about them. No, no, no. Your community should be about the topic. Okay, so the topic should could be around things that you're interested in. So sports, specific sport, specific era of collecting, product, player, teams. Perfect example. 
we, I am a part of a community every day that shares information around the player who I collect over all other players, and that's Peyton Manning. So my Manning chat, we've been together through thick and thin, and yes, they're going to be a plug here. I got a plug. This Manning chat started when Kevin Randall, the Captain 37, did a Manning top 10 over a year ago, long time ago. And we got together and we all shared our Manning cards. And after Kevin was done with this, I, I pinged him. I was like, hey, you think this would be fun to start a chat with? He's like, yeah, like I've got a Brady chat. Let's do a Manning chat. So got this group together and it's just a great collection of individuals that love Peyton Manning. There's no ulterior motive. There's maybe some competition when cards become available and go to auction or not. More on that later. This is an organic community and everyone gets to share education, leads on cards, information. Maybe we sell to each other. I bought freaking cards from members of the group, but it's, it's a beautiful thing. And so it's organic in a way that we all deeply admire Peyton Manning. And second, we all collect him. And third, the group isn't about us and our collection. It's about helping each other out, which I love. So... That's helped me shrink the hobby down. Now, plug here. The day this episode drops, we're revisiting our Manning Top 10s. We're doing shiny, shiny cards, inserts. That's happening 10th day on the Captain 37's page, 8.30. If you're listening to this after the fact, go to the Captain 37's page. He's going he's gonna to post that. But we're going to all, for a while, go through our Top 10 that are shiny inserts of Peyton Manning and this is all happening because we want to talk about Peyton Manning cards we don't want to necessarily get caught up in a bunch of other topics but we want to focus on the individual that we love and so to me that's a great way to shrink down the hobby how about have a focus build a list so we there are so many no matter how you collect player team product there's just so many different ways to have a focus on even if you're doing a player collection, like I collect Peyton Manning, but I don't collect every Peyton Manning card. There are attributes of cards and products that I love. So I'm zeroing in on that and I'm focusing in. If you get focused and build that out, it can help you kick off a chase. And it's a really great way to shrink the hobby down. You can become a product expert. Start small. Find a product that you love. I talked about 2002 Finest. I love that product. I know a lot about that product. I've studied that product because there are cards that I'm chasing. And it is a great way to not think about things from the football card market or football card perspective, but just to zero in and become an expert at a specific set or parallels. And if you do that, you have something to bring to the table, value, and you've got something that can help you get connected to other people who care deeply about sets or sets or or sets or products or players or teams that you that you want to connect with. And that's a great way to shrink the hobby down. Look for ways to give back. If you look for ways to give back, inevitably people will be magnets to whatever you're giving back and people will come and you'll get new people in your hobby experience. You'll start sharing more information. The way I give back is I just do this damn show. I do this damn show. I give back try to share my perspective. I try to curate conversations. And for me, the benefit is, is I get access to new people and ideas. And it's just a great way to build out a global network around 
creating content and getting connected to other passionate collectors around the freaking globe. And at the end of the day, a great way to shrink this damn hobby down is just be a collector. Be a collector above all else. If you're focused on being a collector, it is the easiest way to avoid distraction because being a collector has a lot of responsibilities and it takes up a lot of time. And if you're 100 on being a collector, you get, you're too busy and you don't have enough time for all the other stuff that might get in your way. So those are the things that I'm focusing on. And I would highly recommend if you're feeling like you're stuck, you're feeling like you want to just get some fresh air, get rejuvenated, try and do whatever you can do to shrink the hobby down. My week in the hobby did something that I hadn't done in a long time. And that was list cards for auction and run them myself. I know I typically sell send to a consigner, got a little going over there. So I'm, I did it myself because I, I wanted the action. I wanted the money. I wanted the moves. I, I was yearning. I was fiending. And I had built this process going. And part of this is, you know, I'm not like eBay auctions to a consigner. I'm typically going to do it. But I was in this position where I was like, I have these cards that I just got back from PSA. I'm just going to list them myself, bite the bullet. And you know what? It was fun. It was good. It was therapeutic. I got my hands on it. My cards that I sold were wrestling cards that came out of a sub that I just didn't need. And so I sold them. I got them about what I thought I was going to get from all of them. Uh, Cash-wise, I got, which was good. Did the packing, sending them out. Don't love it, but did it. And I think for me, speed kills, okay? Right, speed kills. The more action and activity that we can it opens the door for other opportunities. And so for me, I didn't want to say, okay, let me go evaluate another consigner to use. Let me go figure this out. Let me wait and wait and wait. No, I just needed to move because I have goals. I have cards that I'm chasing and I need to be funded. And I'm not going to sit back and just wait if there's a roadblock in the activity. It's kind of one of the things where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to go take care of this myself. And that's what I did. And it was really great. And I think... Part of what I've learned on the buying side, there's a little bit about the selling, but just my week in the hobby, one of the realizations I've had is that the prices on eBay right now are brutal. It's like, I've seen a lot of commentary on this, but people are posting cards for more than they were this time last year and then some. And it's like, okay, we don't need the platforms that you're trying to sell your car. We don't want, we don't, it's not a museum. We got we, if we want to see pictures of the cards, we go to Instagram. If you're trying to move cards, move the cards. Like, seriously, like, I'm so tired of there being cards out there that I want, but are like double the cost of what they should be. It's ridiculous. Are you feeling that? I think a lot of people are feeling that. And my mentality is always like, move it, move it, get the cash, take the L, take a short L, just go, go, go. And I feel like the, I love, that's why I put everything up for auction. I don't have time to wait. I'm impatient. I just want the cash, man. I'm not keeping a spreadsheet. I don't care. Like I factor in all these other intrinsic values that I have in regarding cards. Long freaking game. If you're playing the long game, you're not scared to put your cards up for auction. Like, let's go. <laughs> like, or pull it. Don't just let it sit there hanging because it rubs me the wrong way. And it especially rubs me the wrong way when you get you have turned offers on and you send an offer and you don't even respond. What are you doing there? It's not good hobby operating. You're trying to be a seller. 
It's not it's not what the sellers that are making it happen are doing. Open your communication up. Finally, I'm value buying. I'm buying cards of value. And that is something that we should always just consider value when you're buying cards. I think I want to talk about this more in depth in another conversation. And I don't really have time to get into it today. But the more I've realized buying a value, buying cards where they're listed at, I know this is like JV. I know this is like amateur hour stuff, but it's something that I'm getting in the groove of. And so I'm going to probably in an episode or two, try to dedicate more time to value buying in the process that I'm going through. All right, let's get towards the end here. I'm running. I'm running. Let me get some water here. Can hardly walk after that, man. Sucks the life out of me, but I'm here. I'm delivering this episode. I'm doing it because I got to. It's my responsibility. It's a way I'm trying to give back. I got my man, and I want to say thank you for being his first guest back on his relaunch. Go check out Cardboard Chronicles. I was on. I got an opportunity to jump on Josh's show. It's a show that I've admired for quite some time. He told me, he's like, hey, man, I want to put out some collector content again. I want to get back in the game. We be on my relaunch episode? I said, sure. So go check out that episode, Cardboard Chronicles. I had fun talking with Josh. We could have gone on and on and forever, and that is why I'm invited him to Stacking Slabs. Josh will be back on Stacking Slabs this Friday talking about collector-driven topic. I got to shout out my man Connor from Duxbury Made. Check out my page. He created an amazing Roman Reigns Tribal Chief display for my Roman Reigns PC. Handcrafted woodwork, magnets, display stands. This is the most incredible. Just because there was there was such attention to detail. It was he was looking for feedback. I said, Yeah, you can make it, but I'll give you feedback. But I'm also gonna help promote this too because I just loved it so much. So go check out Duxbury Made. On Instagram, Connor and Dad are doing some big things in the hobby, and I want to see more of these displays entering my feeds. Go do it. Shout out, my man. I I got a lot of feedback on the Timmer's Cards episode. I had fun with that one. More collector-driven stories is the punchline there. Let's close it out. I asked the community, what are some collector pages you're enjoying the response was overwhelming. Again, if there's a collector page that you're loving and we should know about, tag Stacking Slabs, post that page on your Instagram. Let's follow these people. Here are a couple for you. I'm going to shout out my man, Investor's Hobby. Investor's Hobby said, iconic card collector. And you know what? I can't go wrong with iconic card collector. One of my favorite pages just sickness on this page heavy on the brady stuff but the brady stuff is so nice let's his bio says main pc is tom brady i also collect steph curry lebron james kevin durant mike trout joe montana wayne gretzky russell wilson and james harden just every interaction i've had with the iconic card collector has been awesome just a great collector and amazing cards and you know what i like about the iconic card collector i like the descriptions that he puts up about the cards and why they're significant to him. I agree. Thank you for that one. Go follow Iconic Card Collector if you're not already. The next one came in from Carlson's Cards, and the recommendation is Cards, which is another one that I just... This page, man, this page is amazing. The bio is interested in the art of cards, misunderstood sets, the collector's mindset, and discovering insights into unique cardboard through conversation. 
beautifully curated page. Art is front and center, but you're going to get a little bit of a different perspective of the hobby that we know and love from this page. Go follow Cardboard Insights right now. And Luke Bazzano sent this one to me and I said, okay, let me go check this out. But I got to shout out Volume Accumulation. So this page is just Oh, it's nastiness. If you like hockey, there's a lot of bangers on there, but just sickness. PMGs. Uh, I'm looking at a red big country Bryant Reeves right now. I mean, just shout out to volume accumulation. I just want to do whatever I can in my power to drive more people to collector driven pages and have conversations about it. The more we do that, the more people are going to get turned on to these cards and we're going to have conversations and these conversations are going to drown out some of the other stuff that is happening in the hobby. Remember, do whatever you can to shrink this hobby down. If you like what I'm doing over here, hit the follow, do all the things, but most importantly, tell a damn friend you're enjoying Stacking Slides. I'm going to be back with Josh, Cardboard Chronicles, Card Ladder on Friday. You take care. I'll be back. Let's freaking go. Peace out. Peace out.